One, two, three. All right, we are back, baby. Firing up here Friday. I am so excited. This is Talks with AGA. I'm Gabe. I'm Adam. And I am Alfred. And we have a very special guest for you today. All the way from the other side of the valley. Taylor Paulson, everybody. Yo! Straight out of Chesterfield, Missouri. <laughs> yup. Don't me yep. like that. So, we, so happy to be here. Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. We, we got it's an a, honor. We got we got a good really topic is. for you guys today. We actually talked a lot about this one, more than we usually talk about before a podcast, I do have to say. I think mm-hmm. this is the most preparation we've done for an episode yeah. yet. Um, so today we're going to give you some stories and some perspectives on mental health. And this is a big one for everyone uh, listening and everyone home. No matter what age, no matter where you are in your walk of life, mental health is always something we can talk about. So... Taylor, I want to open the open question up to you is just your views on mental health and where you think we stand today on it. Let's let's jump right in. Um, thanks, Gabe. No, but um, November. Welcome, guys. If you're listening in November, beautiful. If you're listening any other time of the year, I don't care. November is Men's Mental Health Month, um, bringing more importance to men's mental health than ever before. Um, and I just think this is like something, I don't know. I was thinking that we should talk about this because... Um, I don't know. It, I feel like it's very stigmatized um, around men to like talk about their feelings and be vulnerable and be open. Um, it's very stigmatized in general, like mental health is, but specifically focusing on men. And I myself am not a man, so um, I think it would be really cool to jump into this with you guys. And as a woman who really struggles with mental illness, um, like really struggling with depression and anxiety for a couple years, um, I have quite a bit of perspective on it. Obviously, I have a lot to learn and a lot of things to grow from, but I'm excited to talk about this with you guys because you guys are really just awesome people, and I want to hear your guys' perspectives, and yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, something that we were thinking about was, normally, you know, it's like we propose a question, and we're like, you know, let's let's dive right into it. I think the importance of this is like, let's just talk about it, because... It's something that we're so like, oh, like, let's, you know, I, I, I'm feeling this way. Like, I don't want to burden people. I don't want to make other people feel bad. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to seem weak. I don't want to seem like I'm asking for attention. But it is so okay. Mental illness is so normal. It's not our fault. It's just chemical imbalances or past trauma or something that's happened. And we need to talk about it because we, we need to figure out a way to get through it. And if you keep it to yourself, where are you going to go from there? It's way too overlooked. Yeah. Way too overlooked. And what I really enjoy about this episode that we're going to get into is it's going to be more narratives, more stories. You know, like Taylor said, we usually answer a question, we give our views on it. Not that our views are always right. You know, we all have flawed views and stuff. Mm -hmm. But today I hope we can give you some sort of story for you to take back and look at your own self, as Alfred said, the great word, introspectively, you know. (laughs) And look at your own mental health and, and, and not analyze, but understand where you stand on the topic of mental health and how you are doing. And if you're having a problem, reaching out to people and giving that vulnerable sense. You know, Taylor brought up before this, it is okay to not be okay. You know, I'm pretty... Amen. I'm pretty sure I got a Seek Discomfort shirt that says that. Probably. I think it says it on the side. Yes, get a load of this guy. <laughs> right? Throw, throw the get secret. a load of this guy. Right. <laughs> But Adam, I want to hear I want to hear your perspective on mental health and the awareness, not the awareness because I feel like it's very well known mm-hmm. that we need to be talking about mental health, but yeah. what is the importance of addressing one's mental health? 
the importance of addressing one's mental health is crucial um truly um it's really something that's way overlooked as i said earlier with especially with dudes and i know myself i overlook it from my own personal mental health way too much like ever since getting to college it's been go 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 busy 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 friends 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 school and i've never really taken still a moment for myself just in my dorm to be like just with myself and with only me and i've i've been praying and stuff Yeah. yeah now why though that's a great question because i think i think why is because I think I'm okay mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't say there's like I mean obviously there's a lot of stuff going on in the background yeah. that I don't want to burden others with you know because I, I don't want to just bring up my problems out of nowhere because I feel like then I'm making others worry about me unnecessarily when it's something that they don't need to be burdened with unless like I mean obviously they want to help but I don't feel I can like I can take on my own battle so to speak you know and I don't want to I want that to be, only be part of what I'm dealing with I don't want to make anybody else have to fight for me because and I, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I think you will find that as a common theme throughout all of campus. Is I've heard it from many, many, many yeah. people that I do not want to burden people with my problems. Mm-hmm. I want you to know, and I want all the listeners to know, you are not burdening people. Okay? Yeah. The people that genuinely care for you, that are genuinely there. We had this conversation last night in and out. In and out. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. after a great Ty Verde's concert. And we talked about that the people who genuinely care, who deserve to be in your life, are going to be the ones who want to listen mm-hmm. and take on that burden with you. You know, mm-hmm. we don't fight through hell alone. We walk through it together. Mm, that's beautiful. And I also think that Adam, what you mentioned, yeah, that uh, busy, 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 always on the go. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the most common coping mechanisms that we can see in college. Mm-hmm. Is like that's yes. what I do. If yes. you're that's if you're struggling with something and you you yourself you don't want to go back to your dorm, you don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. The way you deal with that is like going to every possible thing you can go to, occupying yourself, Making, taking your mind yeah, off, off of, of whatever yourself, you, yeah. because you, sometimes it's really scary and it's yes. really, um, there's a lot of pressure to go back and be with oneself and in your own mind mm-hmm. and unpack, really like take away all the layers of all like that topsoil and really get down to like the bedrock of what you're really feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be honest with myself, like sometimes I know and within these like these first two and a half months of school, that's something I've like really struggled with. I just mm-hmm. I I really hate going back to my dorm because I know yeah. I'm gonna get in my thoughts and then I'm gonna really have to start facing it. Exactly. Not like it's not like a in person confrontation. Like you have a problem with somebody, you walk up to them and you talk about it. It's like it's almost it's almost like a cavern. Like facing yourself is almost harder to do. Mm-hmm. It is. Sometimes yeah. I really feel like it is. We're so used to pushing things away and not wanting to, as you said, offer to tackle and to face them head on by diffusing the situation with being with others and trying to help so many other people. And then it just builds up. Before ourselves. It's exactly how it happens and then it builds up and like, for me especially dealing with like really bad panic attacks and anxiety attacks just due to my anxiety, like when I like keep to myself and let things build up, it explodes and we've all seen that. Whether you deal, like... Whether you're diagnosed with a mental illness or you just struggle and you have stress, like these are all things like it's okay to be stressed. It's okay to be like overwhelmed. It's okay to be overworked. Like just like recognize it, give those things a name and be like, all right, like this isn't me. Like don't let it define yourself. Um, But I think like going off, like you were saying, like um, just kind of like stories with what we've experienced. I I really want to highlight like right now um, because I find myself always talking about myself, but I really, really, really like value the importance of this being Men's Mental Health Month and just like 
um, wanting to be there for you guys, especially because you guys are like my best friends, and I I really 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 care about you guys and like where your souls are at and where your hearts are at. Um, I just really care about people, especially you guys. And so um, something that happened like a couple weeks ago. So if if you don't know me, my name's Taylor, and I do a lot with social media. Um, and I post a lot on like TikTok and stuff, and I'm very like vulnerable with um, talking about my mental illnesses. And I've had like just in the past like month, I, I this always happens, but just in the past month, my DMs have been absolutely flooding with like young boys and like men, not in like a weird way, but like they're just like, hey, like um, I noticed you post something about this, and like it, it it really made me feel like you know like I wasn't alone in this, and I've never had someone. Um, to talk to about this I've never had someone talk to me about this and I just want to know like is is there any way like you can like help me figure out this situation I've had all these guys like time after time and like so many so 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 many people and like and girls too obviously of course I'm just focusing on men in this specific one Um, but they it's just for me being an 18 year old girl no, I'm 19 now. <laughs> I just turned 19. Um, yep, yep. That Happy is like birthday. mental illness is relatively new in my life just within the past couple years. I don't know everything. I'm not one to sit here and tell you guys like, oh, this is how I got through it. This is how I get through things. Like I have no right to sit here and tell you guys that I have, have a, like I'm, I find it easy to get through this and I'm not sitting here telling you guys like, you know, this is how to get through it. It's individual. But it's absolutely because individual. Because you're still on that journey. Yeah, and, and, and this is we just, all, yeah. we're just mm-hmm. talking about it and this is the exact, like this is the purpose of it. Like, let's talk about it. Like, let, this is so normal. I'm not embarrassed about it. Um, but back to what I was saying, all these guys in my DMs and, and they, they're coming to me because they feel like they don't have any other resources. And it really makes me sad that there's like such a stereotype around men um, having to be like big tough guys that like, hold down the fort and you know they don't have feelings and boys don't cry and like all this stuff and it really makes me upset because we're all human and humans have feelings and it's okay to have feelings but we put this stereotype around men that like men can't have feelings um so I had all these guys in my dms that like didn't know any other resources and just because they found one person halfway across the world on social media they were like, oh, this is like maybe something I can relate to because they don't, we don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. And this is like literally the importance of this podcast. We need to talk about it so that people don't have to feel alone. I think the more we normalize the positivity around talking about mental health, the more positive of mental health we have. Absolutely. You know, like mental health, when you think of it, the first thing you think of is the negatives yeah. of mental health. But mm-hmm. mental health, it's in the name, mental health. There is no bad mental health or good mental health okay health health it's, is it's good just, it's oh, just yeah. health men- is healthy <laughs> right so mental health we no focus so much on like the negatives of it that i think like yes there are chemical imbalances yes we all have those depressive anxiety attack moments but i think with an with an abundance and a consistency of positivity and awareness and a normalization of talking about normalization. it in a positive way mm-hmm. that those things can disappear Maybe think, not entirely, yeah, but slowly, yeah, gradually. Those those chemical imbalances go away, you know. I those think, sorry, yeah. Sorry to no, no, no. Continue. I, I want to hear it. I think another thing too that I personally struggle with a lot is asking for help. Yeah. Um, and that can be with anybody, with with a friend, with a family member, with a counselor, with someone you don't even know, mm-hmm. and it's scary. 
it's very scary. Mm-hmm. I know that's one thing I never do is I'm always trying to. it makes you feel to, like you're weak. Exactly. You're letting your guard down. That's so wrong. And that's, and the, I, that I always. That's weak. That's right. so strong. And as a dude, I mean, I'm not going to lie, like it, being, a, being a male person, being a man, like helps, or doesn't help. It, it makes me feel like I need to be that one, that person for others. Mm-hmm. And so, so commonly, I know me personally, I can't speak for either you, Gabriel, Alfred, but I'm sure for a lot of you guys listening too, you always try to be the one to be the counselor, to be the friend, yep. instead of actually asking for help yourself. Mm-hmm. I know that's me too. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, just just speaking introspectively here, I need to, I need to personally just start asking people, hey, can I talk to you? And I and I would hope that I know all of you guys would would gladly say yes. Yeah. Um, and many others too, but. I think we would be shocked at how many people would really sit down and be like, you know what? Yes, I'd love to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think you would also learn something immensely about <laughs> someone else as well. Yeah. What I want to jump in real quick about yeah. like, um, sorry, before you go, um, about, <laughs> sorry, um, like the, the like scariness of asking for help because you seem weak, literally like just one example, anxiety, like we have all these different kinds of mental illnesses and like all, everything like under the sun, but specifically like focusing, focusing on anxiety because that's what I personally deal with. Um, anxiety is literally like, it's fear. It is like it's just a bunch of fear and it's terrifying and so if you have anxiety and you continue to live with that fear like you're living through fear like you're literally conquering fear every single day that is not weak that is so freaking strong the fact that you wake up in the morning and you like for me I wake up in the morning I struggle so freaking hard to get out of bed like wondering like what am I going to do with my day? Like, how am I going to be productive? Like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I have no motivation. But, like, f- like, getting through that is so strong. That is the coolest thing ever. Like, that is, like, genuinely, like, having, like, a mental illness and continuing to live through it is so strong. It is in no way weak to ask for help. Yeah. Asking for help, asking for resources, like, asking to, like, try to be better. It's... It's beautiful and it's so necessary. It's empowering. It's so empowering. I have, uh, I have a little moment I can share. A little, yeah. a Please mem- do. I'd love, to, I'd love to hear. Um, so, for those of you who don't know a lot about me, um, this past year I uh, spent my time completing the initial portion of my Marine Corps training. Damn right. Um, yes, sir. And That's my brother. A part, a part of my training took place at uh, 29 Palms, California. It's uh, way out in the Mojave Desert. And while I was there, um, let me preface this by saying that currently uh, in the military, there is a humongous push, a humongous push for the exact same thing that we are talking about right now. Because um, one really startling stat that just is, it's in the back of my head is that um, 22 veterans a day take their own lives and it's just scary and it's sad to see that these men and women who sacrifice so many things for the country come here and they get pushed to the brink to where they feel that that is their only option and that is heartbreaking to me and so the military there's a huge a huge wave of energy that is coming up from from up top from our commanding people, um, trying to get the message, this same message down to everybody in our ranks. And I remember it was, uh, it was in the middle of July, hot as hell, 
hot as fuck, actually. <laughs> um, so 29 Palms is one of the hottest places on earth. Um, that particular day, it must have been like 120, something like that. Dang, okay. Um, and we stand out there. They give us briefs in the hot sun. We're just standing there. And they bring out this family readiness officer. Uh, he's a guy who's in charge of uh, basically... Uh, he's, he, he works with healthcare planning. He, uh, he helps people with uh, maternity leave. He does all this stuff with the family. And they, they, they asked us, it was a company of 300 Marines, all in the schoolhouse, these young guys from, from, from ages 17 to probably like 25 or so. And they were introducing this new concept all called um, strength in weakness. Mm-hmm. And they asked us that we were all in we were all in the school circle, and they asked us that we every it was it was a moment of vulnerability. They asked us, raise your hand if right now you feel like you are fighting a mental battle. If you're going some through something right now, raise your hand. And almost everyone in that school mm-hmm. of Marines just raised their hand, and they put forth this initiative to put together a, a council of, of uh, psychologists and therapists to help the Marines on base who are struggling with mental illness. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart because my father also served. Um, and uh, he, he went through some unimaginable uh, terrors that I, I can just cannot even begin to describe. And it affected his mental health and his, he has PTSD and, and that in turn that in turn affected the way I was raised. And so it's, just, it's really important to me um, to get out this message, not just for um, you know, civilians, but because I, if, any, if, if any military service members are listening, I just want you to know that uh, your superiors are listening and your superiors want you to get better and I want you to get better. I'm, I'm, one, I'm one of those. Love. I'm one of those low lives, you know. I'm 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 very I'm very I'm very. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm a lance, cor- I'm a lance oh corporal, God. okay. But whether you're uh, whether you're a PFC or you're a four star general, like uh, our commandant is right now, um, we all care. And if anybody out there is a service member who's struggling something, if you've seen shit, if if you know, if you're dealing with something, just know we're out here, okay? We care for you. You love, man. You love. Mm-hmm. You love. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you. I can speak on a similar thing. It's not military. But... What? Oh, really? No way. Sorry, in the sorry, guys. <laughs> um, let me hear it. My senior year of high school, so last year, some of you guys might know, I went to it. So I went to All Boys yep. Jesuit High School. Yep, me too. And Jesuit Catholic. And one of the big things throughout high school that we all look forward to, um, it's, and that's very emphasized, is Kairos. Kairos Retreat. Kairos. However you want to no, say it, Taylor. Kairos. Kairos. It's it's totally Kairos. Kairos, Kairos, whatever. I went on Kairos. If any boogaloo. of my friends from home are listening, <laughs> it's literally Kairos. DM me. No, get, just kidding. Get your, Text. get your DMs out of this city. No, I'm just kidding. Kay. But seriously, it's Kairos. Continue, sorry. Continue. However the hell you want to say it. Um, and, and this word, Kairos, Kairos, means the Lord's time. And essentially it's a retreat where I won't spoil it for all of you who might be going on Kairos soon. But it is a time and place um, just a few days on a retreat period where you and all of your brothers, because that's what it is, it's a brotherhood, literally, mm. um, sit and are, are... You sit the whole time. You, you really do. <laughs> no, you sit and you talk, and you're vulnerable, and you open up, and you learn each other's stories, and you grow closer to God, and you become closer bonded with each other. 
Um, so I went on it, and then I led I led the thing. I was the director. So and and both I was times. The no way. That's cool. Anyway, both times are are just just crazy important moments in my life that I can already look back to, even just being 18 years old, and say that those will stick with me for the rest of my life. But essentially, um, first being on it as a senior, it's about 30 other guys. Um, it's not your entire class, but it's it's 30 to 40 other guys and then a few teachers. And the way we had it scheduled was, or structured was, you'd basically go and you have witness talks with your student leaders who are also seniors, um, same age, kids you, kids you know, your best friends. And they each give a witness talk every day. And then at the end, not to spoil too much, but you all, all the retreatants also, will go up and give witness talks of their own. Little five minute things compared to the the 20, 25 minute speeches that the rest of the kids give and the teachers as well. And I remember going into that. I didn't really know what to expect. Obviously I was super excited for Kairos because it's it's the formative thing that you do at a high school like that. Um, and, and getting to know all my brothers better and getting closer to God is something that's super important to me. And so being on this retreat, I was really just open to, to growth literally and finding out more about my values, but more about myself and but especially more about my my friends and my and my colleagues in school. And the first witness talk kind of hit me right away. I hit everybody I should say. Um I won't say names or I won't say stories exactly, but the the drastic amount of stuff that people are going through. Suicides, siblings, relatives, parents in jail, um, deaths in the family the list goes on and on and on. It's 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 incredible that you find all these other people, all these other friends of yours who you know nothing about, you find out so much about because they, they share that moment of vulnerability with you. And it's truly eye-opening to see that everyone, literally everyone, mm-hmm. students and teachers alike, all have shit. Yeah. Like, really bad shit. And so the, the witness talks are structured for the student leaders and the teachers, but, but as I said, the, the last day you get a chance to all talk. And on mine, both times I went on it, every kid, every senior in the room had something to say. Mm-hmm. There was no one who just sat down and listened. And obviously we all listened to, to each other's stories and everything, but everyone had something to say. And it was just incredible to hear that and to, to feel, it, yeah. it's really eye-opening to feel that you're not alone. It's motivating. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, it's nurturing. The thing that I would say about that um, is like, in those retreat settings, like it's easy to be vulnerable because you see everyone else around you being mm-hmm. vulnerable. In settings, in like real world settings, when maybe you're the only one, like you feel, you feel like you're the only one. You're never the only one yeah. that's going through something. Yes. But in those you are real not world alone. settings, when you're, you know, sometimes I'll be out at a party and I'll feel an anxiety attack coming on and be like, why is this only happening to me? Why does everyone else get to keep having fun and my brain's just fucked up? Excuse my language, mom, I'm sorry. Um, but. <laughs> It's it's just it's really frustrating, but like in in retreat situations where you're surrounded by that stuff, it's so easy to be vulnerable. Mm. And like my encouragement to you guys and to myself, because I have not learned this yet, um, I'm wor- I'm working on it, I'm learning, I'm growing every single day. But my encouragement would be to step out of the box, like step out of that comfort zone, seek discomfort. Uh, and she threw it in. No, I no, but I mean these are kind of these are <laughs> conversations awesome. that we need to be having, like in all in all different stages of our lives not just retreats and that is so beautiful that retreats are such good resources to like get that you know like grounding point of like 
wow like it is okay to talk about this but like keep talking about it like make your own retreat and i'm not saying you need to go up to someone and be like hey i'm really fucking depressed like listen to me blah 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 blah. which if that's how you want to do it be my guest as long as you're talking about it but i mean it's like we need to find the people like we were saying like you know the people that want to listen are going to listen they will and the people be that there. are that want to be there for you are going to be there for you find those people find yourself be okay with yourself be okay with being vulnerable and just just talk about it like i really i really don't even know where else to go from there we just need to keep talking about it in in every instance of life in every situation the, if you're the, struggling talk about yeah. it like it doesn't have to be you know, it's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign. Even if you feel alone, I know how much it sucks. Oh, note if, um, I know how much it sucks when you're in one of those situations where you feel alone, but trust me, you're literally not bro. One time I was at a party and I started having an anxiety attack. And then this guy who's like really drunk was like, Oh my God, wait, can I talk to you for a second? And at first I was kind of scared, but then he was like, like, I, I just, like, really want to say, like, I, like let's, like, step outside. Like, do you need to take a deep breath? Like, do you need some water? And he was being so sweet, and he's like, I go through this kind of stuff, too. And, damn, you That's would never amazing. think that. That's amazing. You would never think that by going to a party and just, just like, having, like, shallow conversations with people. Um, and, you know, it's just when you're when you're able to be vulnerable and you're able to hold yourself confidently and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm having, you know, I have anxiety, but I, I'm not anxiety. I am not anxiety. I have it. something I deal with. It's not me, though. When you accept that and you're able to talk about it, god damn, you will meet some pretty dope people. And that's that's motivating. Like, you know, like I've heard from so many people that have listened to these, and thank you to you guys. This is a shout-out to you guys. And thank you to you three for being so amazing people in my life and the people around us lives. You guys please. are freaking awesome. Oh, you guys please, are fucking Shotty. awesome, okay? Stop. Oh, stop it. But, um, you know, I hope this motivates you guys. Like, I hope you listen to this, and as Alfred said before we started, look introspectively on yourself. Look inside yourself. Let this motivate you to attack your own issues, Mm. to attack your own day, to attack your own problems, to attack the world's problems. You know, even if our mental health is doing great, and if it's not, that's what we're here for. But even if we are doing great, there are people around us that aren't. Yeah. Everywhere. In all walks of life, whether we are super successful, whether we are homeless, whether we have no house or like, that's, that's also, you live in a mansion or you live in a mansion, you know, Alfred said it better. We all come from the same place. All right. We all come from the same place. This is truth. No matter what you believe in, we all come from the same place. And at one point, we will all end up in the same place. does not matter what you believe in. But on this ride of life that we call it, I like to think of life as a book. And we are always writing different chapters to our book. We need to pick those up that are around us and bring them with us. Because a life served alone is a life not worth. Mm. You know? Bring the people with you. That's like literally, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm personally, I'm very religious and I think... That's literally why, like, Jesus had, like, disciples and, yeah. and had 12 of them instead of just one. It's not going to make someone do it by himself. You need companionship. You need, you need people to to talk to and let things out. Our brains can get really freaking scary sometimes. Yeah. And something else is, like, all these things that we're telling you right now and all these experiences that we're going through, obviously, 
like I said before, like we're 18, 19 years old, like we're, we're growing, we're learning ourselves. Yeah. And the things that we're telling you, like it, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. Like there's not necessarily like a fix. And so like, it it can be really scary. Um, like knowing that you're struggling with a mental illness or just like really overwhelmed or stresses. Um, it can be really scary. And like to think about that there's not like a fix to it but there's always ways to like have a different perspective on it yeah. like one time someone asked me sorry i feel like i've kind of been talking to no you're the guest that's that's you are a phenomenal guest this is what you're guest. um but something that one time i actually told my ex-boyfriend this um because he didn't really understand oh that's a whole other thing we could go into we don't have time for that today but like <laughs> you know, talking about things with people that don't understand. But like we said before, the people that are that are going to want to be in your life are going to listen. This and they're going to want to freaking listen. I want to listen. But this is the example um, right here. what I'm I saying is I, I described this to my ex one time because he, I, I have a lot of love for that kid still, um, but um, he didn't really understand my, like the way that my mind worked because he personally himself did not struggle with mental illness. And so it was always really difficult for him. And there was one time when I was kind of just trying to describe him to him which is very difficult you can't really describe to someone what depression feels like or what you're going through you can't you can never really put it into words Sometimes you guys it's intangible yeah, yeah yes. it's absolutely intangible um and so i was trying to explain it to him and i was like basically depression to me this is i just came up with this it's kind of like wearing sunglasses like always my life is good i i will say like i am i'm so so thankful i am so blessed um, I have a lot of blessings. I have really awesome friends in my life and really awesome, um, like, resources. And just, I'm so, so, so blessed. Um, but I struggle. And so, basically, what it is is I have these sunglasses on. And life is, st- you know, when you put sunglasses on, it's just a little bit darker. And and it's kind of hard to see through sometimes, especially if you're in, like, darker rooms. And you want to take them off, but you can't because they're kind of just glued to your face, which kind of sucks. But I'm not the sunglasses. The sunglasses aren't me they're just something that I'm dealing with or something that I'm looking through it's not it's not like you know they're not killing me um it's just like and and what he asked actually he was like well can't you just take the sunglasses off I was like no they're glued to your face they are glued to your face um and sometimes they get a little bit lighter than others but it's just like for me depression is just I see so much beauty in life and and I'm happy I'm a very happy person I'm a very positive person um, mm. I think there's a big difference between being happy and being positive. I think I'm definitely mm. a positive person. I like to take my negative experiences and look at them in a way that would make me happy yeah. um, when I can't be happy. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just kind of like looking through life or looking at life um, the way I I would if I wasn't depressed. It's just a little bit darker. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great you know, I, I love that. I love that so much. And and like I was saying, like there's no way to just like like I can't just take the sunglasses off and you know, like I'm yeah. I'm on medication and I and I have resources and I go to therapy and I talk to my friends and I I feel like I'm like doing everything I can and the sunglasses still aren't coming off. And it really really fucking sucks that they still won't come off. But it's okay. That's why because we're I here. have a positive outlook on it. And and sometimes it sucks. Sometimes I have a really negative shitty outlook on it, but I try my best to have a positive outlook on it, and that's what makes me feel like it's going to be okay. And that's why we're here. That's you know what? Uh, support you. you mentioned how you like to turn, you like to use some of the bad experiences that you have to bring happiness. And I think I want to commend you for that, for that because when I first met you, 
and we were talking about how you use your social media platform as a place to where you portray your negative experiences to bring happiness to those watching. Which is so special. To make I them think feel like they're not To make it so yeah. special. I think Thank that's you. a really, really beautiful way of changing that bad energy into really good energy. Of living. Because yes. you are you're making yourself, you're putting that out there and then somebody else on the internet thousands of miles away or wherever they may be they see that and it makes them feel a little bit better. And I think that's really beautiful and I want to commend you for that. Thank you, Calvin. I, it, it I love that. That's amazing. I love that. Sweet. I appreciate that. I think if there's anything you guys take away from this podcast... Yeah, give them a challenge. Which which I hear, hope. Let me hear a challenge. You know, I don't, with I don't challenge. even know if I have... Actually, I do a challenge. Yeah. Week. First of all, takeaways. I have three things. Number one... Ooh, love my three takeaways. Number one, none of you are alone and you are not meant to go through your struggles alone. Number two, your mental health and anything you might be dealing with in that regard does not define you. Mm. As Taylor said, you are not your problems. You are not your issues. Those are just part of your life. And, and that's okay. And three, especially for all the dudes out there for men's mental health, and all the women too, but men, men especially, if you feel like you can't talk to anybody or you feel like you don't want to or you feel like you're bottling up all your negative emotion... Feel free to let it out because that does not make you a pussy. Doesn't make you weak. Doesn't make you a bitch. It makes you human, like all the rest of us. Adam, you are just so such a beautiful human. My door is always open to those people. Call me, text me. My door is open every day of the week. So to all my wonderful men out there, I love you guys and just you are so strong. And literally nothing that's going on in your mind makes you any weaker in fact it makes you so much fucking stronger and to all my bad biddies out there all my bad Bad biddies all my girls all my all my girls out there (laughs) all my (laughs) sweethearts all my honeys all my yogi bears no anyway um, (laughs) all my sugar mamas (laughs) 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 um no but like obviously all of us all four of us like we I'm like I'm saying we are so like we're literally just talking to you like we have no right to be talking to you guys we have no right like you turned on this podcast why did you do it like we literally know nothing we don't know anything we're just sharing our experiences because we like talking and we appreciate you all yeah and I mean it's awesome that you guys tune in to listen and like it's it's such a beautiful thing that you guys have this podcast but um it's just like Oh, where was I even going? To all my biddies. What was I even saying? And then I got off track. You were just well, hyping you, them up. You, you threw some sugar at the boys. I think you were trying, <laughs> yeah. you were trying to so, show some love to the girls. Too. Yeah, no, of course. Sugar. I Yeah, but... Because we're all in this together. Oh, oh, what I was saying was like... um, um I was going to say, you guys obviously feel free to reach out to any of us. Yeah. Yes. Um, but like, also like, no, like... Be, like take take a step. T- my, I guess my challenge, as Ooh. a special guest, my oh, challenge ho, ho. would be just stole your funding. I I know Kim on Gabe's gonna be like, oh my gosh, blah blah blah. But like literally, <laughs> lean into discomfort. If something that you've been struggling with is like like the first thing I ever struggled. with. Are we going over time? Like this is fine. No, don't you're even fine. Worry okay, about it. don't Sorry. even worry. Um, something that I, like the first time like I ever started getting like really bad anxiety. I really struggled with talking to my mom and taking that first step to tell mm. her about it was so yeah. fucking hard. And the first time I told her about it, mom, if you're listening to this, I love you so much, but it, <laughs> she just shut me down. I was like, Hey mom, like, you know, um, I've been feeling like really sad lately. And she's like, okay, well, 
maybe you should like do your homework and then you won't be so stressed out. And and obviously that's a normal mother response. She wants me to be okay. She's trying to give me some strategies, but it was a lot deeper than that. She just didn't realize. But I took it the wrong way and I was like, wow, I just got shut down. I just got left on red. So <laughs> what I'm saying here is it red. sucks and it's hard. And I'm, I'm really, really, yes, really yeah. sorry to those of you that feel like you don't have resources, but I swear, I promise you, they are out there somewhere. Just because your mom or your dad don't get it, they don't have to be your number one resources you yeah. have friends you have cousins you have dogs, dogs you know you, yes. ha- you can you got the world guys i will say the parents google is beautiful no but honestly just because they're your parents and they're your built-in family like much love to them and much respect but if they don't get it that's okay like someone right. else will mm-hmm. i can i can i can align with that too yeah yeah talk yes. to people you know guys this was if there is any podcast I was so excited about, I was, I've been excited about a lot of these, but this one probably has got to be up there with one of my favorites. Just to listen, man. Mm-hmm. Just to, I can't wait. I think this is going to be one of the ones that I listen back to a couple times. You know, Adam, did you have a challenge or? Taylor basically said it. Mine was just going to be. It. Love it. For not even just this next week, but going forward in your entire life, um, ask for help. Ask for help. Yeah. That's something we all need to work on, myself especially. I feel like that's something I I can definitely, I, I need to ask for help too. Yeah. Absolutely. God, I freaking love you guys. I love you all yeah. too. I want to end you all with one quote from a very good friend of mine. I did not get to throw in a quote oh, on this one. Here we go. So I'm going to throw in a good quote here and leave you all with it. It's from a good friend of mine. They say, tell your story and acknowledge the fact that it isn't over yet. It's being written as we speak every day. Everyone, I love you all. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Taylor, for joining us. I'm Gabe. Thank you guys for having me. I'm Adam. Can I just say... (laughs) Let's hear it, Alfred. (laughs) Give it to me. Come on. Hype me the fuck up. Let's go. Right now, none of you guys have listened to this yet, but right now, from the bottom of my heart, I can feel you guys, and I can sense. I can sense it. And I just want to say that I am with you, and I'm there. And I, 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 I send my love out to you guys. I really do. Singles for I all send this. my love out. Love you guys. Love to you all. Have Bye. an amazing Friday. We love you. Peace. Thank you for Peace. listening. Thank you.